Marty Durham was a 45-year-old man who was an avid hunter who also loved dogs and parrots. He had been married twice and had two families from each woman he married. His first marriage with a woman named Christine, who was also another avid parrot lover, lasted long enough for him to bring up three children with her. After the three children were old enough, he divorced his wife, Christine. Later, Marty married Glenda, who became Glenda Durham, whom he had a second batch of children with. Glenda and Marty seemed happy to the friends and family around them as they raised their two children, two dogs, and Bud, the African Grey Parrot. Sadly, however, Marty suffered a horrible car crash in 1995 that caused half of his body to shatter and caused permanent brain damage. He could not remember his past life with his first wife, Christine, or his first children's births. As a result of her husband's disability, Glenda got checks in the mail for taking care of her husband and often split the money between herself and Marty. Marty was very careful with his money and was known to turn lights or heat off in the home when he thought they did not need them. Marty spent his money on few things, such as hunting trophies he often collected, items for his beloved dogs, and his African grey parrot, Bud. One fateful day in May 2015, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, friends became concerned for both Glenda and Marty as they had not heard from them in a few days. Police were called to the home of the Durhams and found the house was oddly quiet. When attempting to enter the residence, the two dogs the Durhams owned became aggressive towards police. Police slowly began to coax the protective Durham dogs out of the home slowly before entering the scene. In the bedroom, police found the body of Marty Durham with five gunshot wounds to the chest. Next to him was his wife, Glenda, who had one gunshot wound to her head. During CPR, Glenda woke up and was rushed to hospital for her serious injuries. At first, police thought the couple were victims of a robbery gone wrong and were starting to wonder who might have tried to kill the Durhams. That was until a certain parrot began to speak. Bud had been in the room during the shooting and clearly had been scarred from the ordeal. Marty's ex-wife, Christine, took Bud into her home and began to care for the poor bird. Bud seemed more than just a little anxious after the shooting, but it wasn't just his frightened behavior that made Christine worried. Bud the parrot kept repeating phrases that Marty and Glenda would say, perfectly mimicking Marty Durham's voice as he would cry out the couple's last argument before the shooting. African grey parrots have an incredible ability to mimic their owner's voices, sometimes to the point where it can be hard to differentiate between the actual person's voice and the parrot's. Bud had a remarkable skill to mimic both Glenda and Marty's voice, and would constantly repeat the couple's arguments to himself, causing the Durham family to suspect Glenda of killing Marty. Bud would cry out lines to the couple's argument, even including the couple's tones in their voices. When Marty's ex-wife would listen to Bud, he would repeat the couple's alleged last argument, using phrases such as shut up and get your ass over here, and don't fucking shoot. It's hard to hear exactly what Bud is saying, due to the audio quality and him mumbling to himself. I did my best to decipher it the best I could, but it's not perfect. However, I think it comes close. I will link the original video of Bud in the bio for anyone interested. The audio you hear next will be Bud basically talking about the shooting and reiterating it in his head.
African greys are considered to be one of the smartest birds on the planet and have the same mental ability as a five-year-old human child. African greys are social birds, much like all parrots, and enjoy hanging around their owners and repeating what their owners say. All parrots tend to bond with certain people, often their owners, and look at the owner as a member of their flock or family. As a result, Bug could have easily been scarred after seeing what happened to his owner, Marty. When hearing traumatized Bud repeat her dead ex-husband's last words over and over, Christine quickly called the rest of the family to tell them what Bud was saying. Clearly, it seemed that Glenda had shot Marty, according to Bud's memory. It turns out, the couple had financial problems, mainly stemming from Glenda's gambling addiction. It got to the point where the bank decided to foreclose the Durham's home. Glenda's very bad gambling addiction used what money she had on slot machines and lottery tickets. Sometimes Glenda would use what money Marty and her put aside for bills as her own gambling money. After seeing and hearing Bud's recount of his owner's last seconds, Marty's children from his first marriage went to explore the home and found suicide letters from Glenda. The court refused to use Bud's recount as evidence since he was a parrot. However, suicide notes from Glenda were found by the family members, which were quickly given to police as evidence. The note read, I'm sorry, but I love you and I'm so sorry. I've been a disappointment to you all these last 12 years or so. Please forgive me. You're one of the best things I ever did. Love, Mom. Glenda's internet history and texts right before the shooting already seemed suspicious to police. Her search history included how to shoot a Ruger single six, aka a type of pistol. Her phone was also used to text her mother, I love you and sorry. During her police interview after her hospital treatment, Glenda referenced that she had stopped taking her medication for depression. Glenda claimed she only used her phone for online games and could not remember the suicide notes or texts she sent her mom. Glenda also claimed she had never shot her husband, Marty, and if she really wanted to get rid of him, she would have simply divorced him. This is where the story gets really weird coming up. One of Marty's cousins named Fran Fallon claimed to be psychic and told police that investigators should look under the couple's love seats for evidence along with mentioning that both Marty and Glenda were right-handed, and that was important. Police later found the pistol known as the Rugger Single Six under the love seat, and hair was found clenched in Marty's fist. The hair never came back into in the investigation for evidence, though. Police asked where Fran was during the murder, but she had been with her daughter during the time of the shooting, so she had an alibi. During the trial, Fran claimed Glenda was innocent, despite the evidence of her texts and search history, along with Bud's eerie recounting of memories. The rest of Marty's family became very upset as a result of Fran's loyalty to the likely murderer, Glenda, and retaliated by sending Fran threatening messages on Facebook. At one point, an arrow was even shot at Fran's home, with a note strapped to the rear arrow reading, You're next. No one knows for sure if it was another family member who shot the arrow, but the possibility seems more than likely. The evidence from her phone, the suicide notes, and Bud's repeated phrasers of his owner made the jury decide Glenda Durham was guilty of first-degree murder of her husband, Marty Durham. Glenda was sentenced to life in prison. Marty's ex-wife, Christine, now looks after Bud, who continues to relive the memories of his dad's shooting. 
Christine remarks how haunting it is to hear Marty's voice come out of Bud with those haunting words of don't fucking shoot echoing around her home. 